0: Today we're talking about two reasons you may not want to get an MRI if you're a runner. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. Now look, an MRI is an interesting diagnostic tool, and we often think that an MRI is the best thing to show you what's going on inside your body when we suspect you have some kind of injury and your doctor's having a difficult time making a diagnosis. But the truth is there are two really good reasons runners shouldn't just jump to an MRI and try to get an answer when they're injured, and we're gonna talk about that today. So in short, I'll tell you the two reasons. So the first reason is that MRIs can lead you down the wrong path that's a problem. The other thing is that MRIs can actually leave you completely in the dark. So with that said, let me explain what that means. Now, the first thing is that they can lead you down the wrong path. So if you have an MRI, MRIs are really good about showing anatomic detail in those areas where the picture actually is taken. But an MRI can also show things that are not clinically relevant. And what do we mean by that? Well, if you have uh, pain in your ankle, let's say, And then we do an MRI, and it actually shows that you have a a bone cyst in one of your metatarsal bones. And that looks bad, right? So you have a bone tumor, a benign bone tumor, but it's still a tumor, and tumor sounds scary. And the radiologist may completely focus on this bone that has the bone tumor in it, talk all about that. And your ankle actually looks relatively normal, and then your doctor gets an MRI report that says you have this really scary-looking bone tumor in your fourth metatarsal, and goes on and on about the detail about how much of an, what an expansile lesion it is, and all this other technical medical garbage, and they don't talk about your ankle at all. Why? Because the ankle is subtle. So there may be some changes in the ankle, but the radiologist didn't really look at it very closely because they got distracted. And patients are always confused about why that happens. I mean, even today, I was having a talk with a guy on the phone uh, during a consultation call, and I was trying to explain this to him because he was a little baffled on why nothing showed up on his MRI. It was interesting. You have to remember that the radiologist almost never knows your story. So when we write an order for your MRI, like I personally, if I write an MRI order for you, I'd write it up and I would say, this is John Smith. John has pain in his foot when he does these specific runs. He had this problem, this is what it looked like. And I explain all this detail about the history. I explain how it, what makes it hurt, when, you know, how much it hurts, what the character of the pain is, all of these things that suggest certain problems. The deal is though, unfortunately, is that when I send that order over to the imaging center, the overwhelming majority of the imaging centers have uh, somebody that takes the intake form, they then transcribe it into an order for the radiologist in their computer system. So I've already typed it up, but they've just got to retype it. And when they do that, most of the time, what they enter is right foot pain. That's it, nothing more. So I've actually called them and complained a number of times at a number of different facilities and it makes no difference at all. It's like complaining about slow service at the post office. It doesn't really matter if you complain or not, they don't care. They're gonna do what they wanna do. But this is the problem is that the radiologist then has no clue about what's going on with you. They don't know if you're an ultra marathoner who just ran 100 miles They don't know if you've been resting for six weeks they have absolutely no idea what the pain is like where the pain is or anything else many times the radiology tech is instructed to take a little capsule what we call a marker but it's basically taped on your foot to show where the most painful spot is i've had patients where they said well the pain's here and the person puts it in a different spot and then tells the radiology tech you know that's not in the right place and they say oh it doesn't matter we just need to make sure it's sort of on there and then the radiologist is distracted. So the radiologist sees the marker, it's in the wrong location. Now if there happens to be something funny looking near the marker, well that's what the radiologist is gonna talk about. And if the radiologist has none of that to go on and doesn't know your story at all, then they really have no clue what they're looking for. So all they do is start commenting on everything that seems abnormal. If they see something that's abnormal, like this bone cyst we're talking about, you know, a bone tumor, then that's all they really get to expound on. I mean, they tell your doctor, okay, well, this is this thing and this is what it looks like and this is what you might have to be worried about. And then they always say clinical correlation is needed, meaning I have no idea what this means because I don't know the patient's story because I don't know the patient, I haven't seen the patient. And so when your doctor gets that study, they may start also getting distracted because they get the MRI report and they don't really know if that means anything or not. So they may poke around on your foot some more. They may give you a fracture walking boot. They may give you a whole host of different treatments that aren't really relevant for you. You've been led down the wrong path. That does happen quite a lot. And it does happen in reverse. I mean, I've had patients that have a huge, really nasty looking arthritic ankle, but they actually had no ankle pain. But then everybody wants to focus on the ankle that looks so horrible on the MRI because it looks like it should hurt. But if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt. So you have to be worried about that as a risk when you go get an MRI, that you might get led down the wrong path. Even worse, the second problem with an MRI is that instead of showing you something that maybe is worrisome that you didn't know existed, it can actually falsely make you think that nothing is wrong at all. This is the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You will have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines, and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you, and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. Welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. The second problem with an MRI is that instead of showing you something that maybe as worrisome that you didn't know existed, it can actually falsely make you think that nothing is wrong at all. So you have to remember that an MRI is slices. So you get all these slices and it depends on the protocol. So there's slices all through the foot, you know, different distances. It depends on what the program is and the protocol that they use. But I actually have, uh, recently I was working on a a case where the, the gaps were four millimeters apart. So four millimeters between slices. So this is a long way apart. And I was trying to explain this to someone. I was sitting in his office and he said, but there's nothing on the MRI, so it must be fine. And I said, well, okay, I know you think that. And then I turned and looked out the window In his office, there were those long vertical blinds. And I said, okay, let's imagine for a second that those blinds are four millimeters apart. And what if we put a piece of tape or, you know, blackout between each, uh, every alternating, every other one, every one of those blinds, every other one, we blocked them out. I said, "From where you're sitting, if you look out the window, can you see Walmart?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "But if you look in this slice, can you see Walmart?" And he said, "No, not actually." So what do you see?" And he said, "Well, I see the, the tree." OK, great. So you see a tree. And then what about the next one? Can you see the sign for the Best Buy over here? he's like, well, yeah, through there. I said, but the next one, you don't see anything. So if you look through this one, what do you see is I see a telephone pole. Okay, so does that mean there's no Best Buy there if all you see is the telephone pole? Absolutely not. So the thing is that we went through this and it seemed like a, a sort of a silly exercise to him, but the truth is then he did get it. I was saying, well, you can't even see this person over here. You can't even see that car over there if you were to block out each of those. And when the, when the gaps are four millimeters, that's a long way in the foot. So if you have a plantar plate sprain, you might completely miss it. You might not see the tear at all. If you have a neuroma, you could even have a relatively large neuroma swelling within the nerve and not see it. So it is possible to not see a neuroma on an MRI when it might be there. And it might be a very subtle finding. It might be one of those things that's very difficult to tell. And if you don't really look for it, you might miss it because you have lots of pictures to look at when you get an MRI. And this can happen with a number of different structures. You know, it doesn't have to just be a plantar plate sprain or an MRI. You can get a false negative with all kinds of different problems in the foot just because they're so far apart in those slices in the actual pictures that you're looking at. If you have pain in the heel and it's actually caused by a nerve, you almost never see that nerve. So I've asked hundreds and hundreds of doctors when I lecture on runner's heel pain at medical conferences, I always ask the audience, Who here has actually seen an entrapped nerve on an MRI? Never, I've never had one doctor say, yeah, my patient had an entrapped nerve that looked like plantar fasciitis, but it was actually a trapped nerve and the radiologist caught it on an MRI. I've never seen it. In fact, I use it as an example, These slices of an MRI where the patient basically had to have surgery to take this thing out of his heel and you couldn't see it at all and i even called the radiologist and said well what about this one slice when you look at that image do you think that might be it and she was just like i don't really know i mean maybe but doesn't really seem that interesting to me and so that's the thing is you got to remember that you can get two different things you can get led down the wrong path because you get a false positive You, you know something shows up on your mri which technically is not normal it isn't good, it looks terrible, but it doesn't bother you. If it doesn't bother you, who cares? And then at the other side of the coin, you can see things that are you know, we know are bothering you, but you can't find them on an MRI because the slices are too far apart. It actually misses them all together. And in which, you know, in which case, you don't get better anyway, because then you think that you've ruled out one problem when it's actually still there. So an MRI can be a useful tool. It can help your doctor figure out what's going on with you but it shouldn't be the thing that you originally jumped to. And even if you get an MRI, and then the doctor says nothing's wrong with you, that doesn't mean nothing's wrong with you. I've done lots of second opinions with uh, runners who have fractures that have been missed, they have other problems that clearly show up on the MRI, but for whatever reason, the doctor missed them. The doctor just didn't see them and put it together with your story, and then you wind up not getting better. So just remember, Go see a doctor who knows what they're doing, talk to them, ask lots and lots of questions because most doctors do know what they're doing so if you can slow them down by asking questions then you'll get a better result. You just have to pin them down on why it is that they believe you either have or do not have a specific problem. You need to pin them down on why you can or cannot actually run or continue to train with the problem you have right now. An MRI doesn't always give you those answers. So you have to make sure that you're seeing somebody who's an expert who can actually give you those answers when you need them so you can get back to running as soon as possible. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.